Greetings and welcome to Hello Pine Knob, the official podcast for Pine Knob's 50th anniversary. I'm Gary Graff, and throughout the season, we're celebrating by taking a look at Pine Knob's present, and especially its past, revisiting some of the most important events in the theater's history, and talking with some of the folks who made it. After 50 years and more than 3,100 events, there's more than we'll be able to jam into these episodes, but hey, that's why there's a next season. Pine Knob has created a lot of memories over 50 years, and many of those involve the late Eddie Money. Say, I need your idea, come on! I wanna go back and do it all The Money Man first played Pine Knob on September 23, 1983, but beginning on May 23, 1992, he began a string of nearly 28 consecutive years of playing on Memorial Day weekend, usually the Friday night. More often than not, it was the first show of the season, and even during the years it wasn't, the Money Show was considered to be the true opening of the summer Pine Knob season. It was a tradition Money himself was particularly proud of. I just love opening up every year. To me, it's a real privilege and a real honor, and it's just, it really puts a feather on my cap. I don't know, it's the most exciting show I do every year. Barté, Detroit, and Motor City, the MC5, you don't remember that back in the, in the mid-70s, and Bob Seger's come to my shows, and Kid Rock, and Anita Baker, and the guys from Grand Funk Railroad. Detroit is, an, it's just an amazing town. For some reason, it's my biggest market, and I just, you know, I just love Michigan. Eddie's last show at Pine Knob was on May 25th, 2019. Sadly, he passed away on September 13th, 2019, at the age of 70, after battling esophageal cancer. Eddie's Pine Knob Run became a family affair with his children Jessica, Des, and Julian becoming part of the band, and Des often opening shows with his band, The Phase. As part of the 50-year celebration, we thought it would be appropriate to gather the Money Man's clan, and we were joined by Jesse and Des, as well as his widow, Lori, and longtime tour manager, Jeff Warrick, to remember the special relationship between Eddie Money, Pine Knob, and Detroit. We just kept getting offers, you know, early on. And, of course, you know, Eddie always had such a good following in Detroit that um, it just kind of it took off, and we just ended up coming back year after year until it just became an annual thing and um, something we all look forward to for sure. My kids from the time they were really little. I just know that it was like 27 years in a row that Eddie opened the season for uh, Pine Knob. And he had played there before other shows at other times of the year. But it was 27 years total that Eddie be, was the opening act. And there were, was a period of time in there, and uh, uh, starting in the very early 2000s for about five, six years, to where we opened the season for them and closed it for them each year. And I know that when they offered it to us, Eddie didn't want to do it do it as a opener and closer he didn't want to close the season and none of us felt it was smart either because we thought we were going to burn out the fans and burn out our fan base and hurt the opening but the the powers that be at uh pine knob would just say no 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 it's going to be fine and they were right every year the crowd was just as big if not bigger at the opening uh, as it was at the closing for those five six years and uh, I was around for from 1998 until 2019 um, f- 
for those shows. So I was around for a lot of it. Why do you all think it clicked so well? What was it about Eddie and the the audience here that that made that relationship work so well? We go back together almost 30 years, guys. I mean, can you believe it? I mean, I love the place. They wouldn't have to pay me, I'd play here, just for you guys. I mean, you know what? You know why I like you guys? Because you're all a bunch of crazy rock and roll stars. You know, different than Anita Baker, Bob Seger, Eminem, Eddie Money. Thanks for adopting me. I belong in Detroit. I've always belonged in Detroit. Well, Eddie always said that he broke in Detroit. And so um, I think that Detroit understood Eddie and, and appreciated him in a way that he felt really good about that. And he loved the people there. And I, I think that it was just, it's, it's such a rock and roll city, not to just, you know, that's such a cliche thing to say, but it's, it's true. I mean, you just tell, it's just that pocket of the country that it's like they really love their music and coming out the beginning of the summer and him just being out the door, the first, the first concert. And I think it was just a really good fit. He's, you know, just, he's your every man. And he did that environment suited him really well. So this became, this became a family affair. Yeah. I'm wondering, Des and Jesse, can you tell me, tell me about your earliest memories about Pine not being part of your summer vacation? Well, I remember going on stage, um, you know, when I was like, when I was literally little and, you know, just doing the backgrounds and having like, you know, the maracas and the tambourines and, you know, and I just, it was just like such a big show and there were so many fans and it was just like an incredible moment, you know, and, and even like going backstage, I remember they had a picture of like one of the shows and I was just a teenager it, it changed the way I like looked at going on stage because I just saw how many people there were and how many people that loved him. And I, I realized how much that show meant to him, you know? And so that, that was just an incredible experience. So, I mean, I was touring with my dad ever since I graduated. And I just remember that Detroit show was like, you know, that was the, that was the big one of the year. That was the, my dad's one of my dad's favorite shows to do. And so we would always be really excited to do that one. And, you know, even when it goes into like, the, you know, one of the, the last shows that he did, that's I mean, he literally just wanted to do that show. And I'm happy that that he was able to do that. Do you have any particular memories, anecdotes about specific things that happened over all those years? I just remember like each show that, that I would do and every year I'd see like some of the same people up in the front and holding signs. And then, and then I realized that people started to like see who I was. And, you know, that was, that was something that changed for me. And I was like, Oh wow. You know, these people really love like that. It's a family show too. And, and, you know, it was, it was always so much fun because I started to like meet people every year and um, and I'd see them every year. And they'd, so they'd become like almost like, you know, like like friends. And so we'd hang out after the show. And I remember specifically this one show, there was a lady that I think she was in the she was really sick in the hospital. They had her in the hospital bed and they wheeled her onto the stage because that's what she wanted. You know, and I you know, she was she was dying and my dad had her wheeled up on the stage and it was like, wow, you know. 
And it's just like, that just shows like what, you know, what kind of person my dad was and everything. And he just really wanted to help people and like give them the experience in the show. Yeah. And some of the artists that would come by to visit, we had Bob Seger and Anita Baker. And I mean, just people that were, I guess, living in that area. That was really exciting. So the kids were always there and then they would come out on stage and, and join Eddie. And it just sort of evolved that they would come out more and more. And as they got older, you know, they would actually performing with him. So, um, yeah, Des and Jesse, what was, what was that like to, you know, kind of not just be watching dad perform, but all of you know, to gradually become part of the show yourselves. Oh yeah, it was great. Um, I started off really, I was kind of just setting up the drums at first with my brother, Joe. And, uh, you know, so we were used to just uh, being more behind the scenes at first. So when I, when I finally got to go up and uh, perform with my dad on stage and open up for the band, that was really awesome. And uh, Pine Knob was always one of our, our favorite places to play. So, yeah, we, we had a great time. Once we started having kids, he said, eventually, you know, he goes, I'll have enough for a whole band, which <laughs> I think that was just uh, something that it was Eddie's dream for a long time. So when the kids would come out, it was just... Um, you know, it was just part of the whole thing. We asked the Monies what they remembered about Eddie's last show at Pine Knob in 2019. He was going through his treatment and and he was very thin and, and definitely was struggling through, you know, through that. But he was determined to be at that show and and he was actually doing really well with his treatment. So we I don't I certainly didn't think it was going to be his last show. Uh, I know that Jess and the kids didn't either. But we knew that that one was particularly hard. What we didn't know at the time was that um, his lungs had aspirated and he had pneumonia when he was doing that show. So that was really difficult for them. I mean, they can speak for themselves, but just me watching from the side of the stage, I knew that they were they were really pulling for him that much more because he had, you know, he was so ill. But no, I I thought that we would at least have gone back one or two more times. That's funny. Nobody's asked me that question, but Eddie had found out that he needed to have surgery the week before that. And he actually told his doctors that uh, he wasn't going to go until, you know, he was going to go to Detroit and then he would come back and do that, which is, is the way that it happened. But uh, yeah, he was, he says, they're depending on me, you know, I've got to get back there. And that's, not at all exaggerated so i believe that uh daz and jesse do you have any memories about that show in particular or jeff as well he, he was always uh trying to put on his best show for uh pine knob especially so i think that that uh show i was actually really uh happy with with the show we gave and i, I thought he could get like uh actually did a great job and, yeah and he gave a lot of his energy to that show so uh yeah, that was actually a very special show for, for sure. Yeah, I remember that they, um, you know, just the crowd and, and everything that was going on. I just I just remember my dad was really adamant about doing the show. And he's, you know, he was like, we have to do DTE. We have to do Pine Knob. It's the biggest show of the year. So that was really special for us to just go and do that. So, I mean, that particular show holds a really special place in our hearts because that was like, you know, the last time, one of the last times we got to perform with our dad. But, you know, I mean, Detroit and Pine Knob will always hold a special place 
in our hearts and just being able to, to have those memories. I am like, I mean, we're all forever grateful for that because the, the fans and the friends and, you know, just being able to share those family moments on stage and people accepting us for who we are as musicians and artists and, you know, how we're a family on stage was just such a blessing. So, you know, that particular show and actually every show at Pine Knob was always something that I, I, I look back on and I say, wow, that was just such an amazing life we got to have with our father. No, because we're not seeing you, you know, every year right now. What are what are you guys up to? Uh, well, we've uh, been working on some unreleased music that my dad that my dad wrote, and um, so some 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 tracks that he that he did that were unfinished. So we're getting back to those and adding vocals to those and redoing. Des is redoing some of the production on it. Um, I'm working on some music with Des, and Des is working on his own music and. You know, we're still we're still doing the musician thing. We're working in the studio. We're jamming and creating new sounds and new songs. So we're not giving up and we're, we're continuing his legacy, of course. So what you're saying is we should keep the Friday before uh, Memorial Day open. Oh, please do. <laughs> yeah, I, I would love to just continue and sing my dad's songs as well as sing Dez's songs and my songs and create a big show out of it. For me, I always want to I always want to keep my dad's music in my catalog and and sing some of his songs and, and then also sing Dez's songs and my songs. So we're just we're still going to continue doing the family band and and pay tribute to my father as respectful as we can. Are there any archival plans from your dad's from Eddie's catalog, anything that uh, you're, you're thinking about putting together or putting out? Yeah, we're working on that too. I mean, the amount of songs that we have that haven't been released of his that are older also, we actually have some relatively new recordings that didn't get released, but we also have some things, you know, from years gone by that we'd like to visit at some point, but, I would like to see the kids. Um, I'm going to put them on the spot, but I'd like to see them, um, you know, do something with his, you know, with his main hits. And um, and we'll see how we'll see how lucky I am on that. Uh, <laughs> There's still the momager here, so. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know I I'd like to hear it. So if I can put in a vote for sure. Yeah, I'd like for them to do it before somebody else does. That would probably not be something I would like. But, um, yeah, i hoping that that's going to come to fruition at some point because, you know, that's he left his music for them, you know, and for, for every, you know, the fans out there also, but for them to be carrying on on his behalf. So we're trying to see what that really means. And, and you know, they're using their creative abilities and minds to to help me get through that so we'll figure it out and hopefully it'll be before too long we want to come back to pine knob and perform you know let us come back oh my gosh <laughs> that's not too fishy i know i'm just kidding <laughs> we miss pine knob and being able to you know pay homage to my dad would be great and to come back and you know get back on the stage and to see everybody obviously you know, singing his songs and then showing him what we've been doing and how how we've been, you know, utilizing our talents as well, like for ourselves. It was great seeing Kid, Kid Rock do a tribute to Eddie that night, though, you know, singing Shaken and all the tributes were wonderful. But that one, you know, at Pine Knob, 
was just, you know, and he said, this is Eddie's house. We kind of agreed. Yeah. And it was, it was really much appreciated, but there's so many, there's so many artists that keep going through there that are friends of ours. I guess Cheap Trick was just there, right? Yeah. They were here last night. Yeah. And they got shirts. I saw that. I can let the administration know you'd like some too. Oh, oh yay. Where'd you get that idea? That we'll make some really noise. Funny. Well, I should, and I should have said earlier, Brian Fillmore said to make sure I said hi. Oh, he's, oh he's, he's, uh, yeah, good. send him our love. And that's yes. another thing too, the staff and everybody working. It, it was always nice to see a friendly face, you know, and all the security guards and even like the kitchen staff. It was like, you know, you got to know everybody personally after how many years we've been going through there. All right, let's do it. I want to go back and do it all over. But I can't go back down low. I want to go back. Can I feel it so much over? Our thanks to Lori, Jessica, and Desmoney, and to Jeff Warrick for taking time to remember the special relationship between Eddie Money and Pine Knob. That's it for this episode of Hello Pine Knob. You can catch other episodes wherever you get your podcasts, including odyssey.com and via 313presents.com. For more information about Pine Knob's 50th anniversary season, brought to us by United Wholesale Mortgage, Trinity Health, and Ally, and all of 313 Presents events, visit 313presents.com. I'm Gary Graff. Thanks for listening.